Hello, happy Friday, and welcome to episode 49 of your favorite podcast, The Friday Take 5. Thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate you sharing your time with me. I'm the host of this show, Mark Moran, and each week I scratch an itch for travel bugs and history lovers alike by discovering a new place and a new story. I try my best to inspire listeners of the show to travel and experience the world. By the end of the episode, if you're itching to hop on a boat, plane, or train, then I've done my job. With that, let's get exploring. From one of the most dangerous cities in the world to one of Time Magazine's World's Greatest Places of 2023, our 49th destination has had quite the journey over the last 45 years or so. Nicknamed the City of the Eternal Spring for its year-round temperate climate, the beautiful Medellin, Colombia has also had a spring-like rebirth, transforming from the epicenter of drug cartel operations in the 1970s, 80s, and 90s to a city that is now arguably safer than many American cities. In the 16th and early 17th centuries, several small groups of settlers began to pop up in the Abura Valley in what is now the Antioquia Department of Colombia. Prior to the formal founding of what is now Medellin, families were spread all throughout the valley, before eventually coalescing around the church that had been constructed at the intersection of the Santa Elena and Merina rivers. By 1810, Colombia declared its independence from Spain, and its growth continued, with the population exploding exponentially over the next 150 years. By 1950, the city of Merina had reached a population of nearly 350,000, up from just, you know, a few measly families. I, like many around the world, was first introduced to Medellin through the next chunk of its story, the Escobar years. In the mid-1970s, after years in smaller game organized crime, Pablo Escobar began making a name for himself in the budding cocaine trade. By the late 1970s, as the head of the organized crime ring known as the Medellin Cartel, he was pushing thousands and thousands of kilos of cocaine into the United States. At its peak, the Medellin cartel was shipping 70 to 80 tons of cocaine on a monthly basis into the U.S. With his rise, Escobar came to be on the receiving end of what would amount to billions of dollars. His net worth is often estimated as having surpassed $100 billion in today's U.S. dollars. That is, before ultimately dying in a shootout with government authorities. During Escobar's rule as a drug kingpin, Medellin was often characterized by news outlets as a war zone. He used a strategy that became known as silver or lead, highlighting how he would often bribe or kill to get his way in the city around him. Skirmishes with police, politicians, or rival cartels were common, and the blood and money flowed freely. Since Escobar's death, however, the story in Medellin has changed. Crime has plummeted, and its growth as an industrial city has turned it into an economic hub for Colombia. The poorest regions of the city, including Comuna 13, where Escobar based his operations, were brought into the fold 
and connected to the rest of the city by improved public transit. In 2012, Medellin was even nominated as one of the most innovative cities in the world for its continued efforts to build a world-class city. Medellin has such an action-packed and wild history. When you make it out there, I hope you, like me, will be taking a tour through Commuter 13 to experience great graffiti, street food, and narco history. But I hope you also take some time to explore the great natural beauty of the surrounding area. Surrounding Medellin are great coffee farms nearby and the world-famous Guatape Rock. I already have both slotted for a day trip when I make it on out to Medellin. That's all for this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed another five-minute trip to an incredible destination. We'll see you next week in episode number 50. Hey there! Thanks for going on another adventure with me in episode 49. If you haven't already, be sure to give the show a 5-star rating on podcasting platforms and share this episode with a friend. Have your own stories about Medellin, feedback on the show, or suggestions for new episodes? I'd love to hear it, so follow me and DM me on socials at FridayTake5 or email me at thefridaytake5 at gmail.com. Stay curious, stay adventuring, and have a great weekend.